Hello and welcome to the Healthy, Happy, and Mostly Sane Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach and Ayurvedic Practitioner and Mostly Sane Entrepreneur, Ellen Leonard. Each week, I share my obsession with helping you build a healthy life that works for you, your family, and your business. Because I don't think you have to sacrifice your own health and well-being to be successful. So please stay tuned for today's episode full of ideas to make staying healthy just a little bit easier. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. And speaking of staying healthy, happy, and mostly sane, in today's show notes, you'll find a link to a freebie just for you. 24 ways to stress less. That's right. Click on that. Download your free 24 ways to stress less. I have been a stress management consultant and coach for over seven years now, helping hundreds of clients and students figure out how to manage their stress. And so I took my 24 best steps and uh, loaded them into a guide just for you to get you started and help you start to manage stress. It's especially important this time of year, and I've got you covered. I'm so excited for you to get to know today's guest. She has so much to share with you. Her name is Erin Cantwell. And once upon a time, she went to RISD. Yes, the RISD. That's how fancy she is. And And she was a graphic designer who went to work at a branding firm in NYC. So she's got some serious creative skills. And now she helps creative entrepreneurs to bridge the gap between their creative work and the operations side. Like how do you get down to the nitty gritty of your business? And I love that somebody with that much skill and that much training as an artist, as a creative, has taken her passion and love of creativity and being able to spend more time in what she calls the zone of genius, how she's taken that and created a whole business to help other creatives be as successful as she was and really get down to how do you put systems in place that support and nourish you and that support and nourish your business. And that's exactly what she and I talk about in this episode. And so I think you're going to learn a lot of interesting things about systems you can put into place. So even if you aren't a creative entrepreneur, as in doing a creative business like an artist or something, you still need creativity in your business. You still have to use creativity to be a successful entrepreneur. And so she has systems that can support you to find more flow, to spend more time in those spaces of creativity when you need them. And she also does a brilliant job of helping us to figure out how we can focus more on the client experience. What is it like for your client, for your customer, for your audience? And how can you focus more on that experience as a way to set up boundaries and systems that support you as well. So she has a lovely way of helping us see the correlation between the systems that we set up and how those systems can help to keep us healthy, happy, and sane, but also bonus, make us even more successful at this work that we love to do. So let's dive in. 
Erin, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Ellen. <laughs> You're welcome. And you know, I, I talked about this in the intro, but you clearly love helping entrepreneurs find success. I mean, you're very passionate about it. And you talk a lot about this vision you have for your clients. Um, and I think for people in general, to to be happy and thriving in their business. And so I'd love if you could share with us like what that looks like to you. Like, so if your clients are getting the the ideal outcome from working with you, like what do their lives look like and what's different and, and how does that kind of look for them? So ideally for me, if my clients are successful, they're spending most of their time in their creative zone, in their zone of genius, following their passions, building a business, doing the work that they love. And they're spending their time on that part of the business rather than all the nitty gritty that comes along with running a business. So I come from a creative background. I went to art school. My first job out of college was a designer. Um, and I come from very much the creative world where systems aren't necessarily inherent in it. They're no... They don't come kind of hand in hand with it all the time. And um, one of the things that I really found um, early on is that what it takes to run a successful business requires you to step out of that creative flow. A lot of times you have to handle the like, you have to handle the invoicing and the task management <laughs> and all of that stuff. And that gets in the way of being super creative. And especially as a creative person, that gets in the way of like being fulfilled and loving it. Um, so what I really work on with my clients, because my brain is one of those brains that actually does work in that way. I'm super systematic and I love putting systems in place that I call kind of like, I put them in place so that they support my flow so that I have things set and running in the background and I don't need to worry about it. And I can spend my zone, my time in my zone of genius and creating and doing the work I love. And that's what I help my clients to do too. And what's it like when your clients do get to spend more time in their zone of genius? And I love that you call it that, by the way, because it's like, not only do I need to identify what my zone of genius is, but I need to like be in that flow in that zone. So tell me like what it's like for them when they get to do that more. They love it. I mean, a lot of times we really see it actually make their business kind of blossom and bloom. They find themselves a lot more fulfilled because the stuff that I was talking about, the stuff that we can put in systems for are the stuff that drag them down and kind of make them like, you know, it's that stuff that you don't want to like get into the office or your studio or wherever you're working and do first thing in the morning. You don't want to be worrying about like all of the little nitty gritty that are so important to keep a, a business running. But a lot of times when we can kind of systematize that, and I'm not just talking software, I'm talking about, you know, setting up their schedules in a way so that all of that happens at once and then they can just set it and forget it for a week or two or a month. Um, or, you know, time blocking is big, um, just like, let's just sit down and do this or whatever it might be, however we choose to set up systems for them to work through it, then they spend the rest of their time really operating in this like their passion. And it comes through in their work. It comes through in their client happiness. They can just really, they can really build their business and spend time being fulfilled. And I always, I keep going back to this phrase, like doing the work they love because as a creative um, and somebody that helps creative entrepreneurs, like all of us get into this because we love this work, because it is our passion. Um, you know, it's, it's not something that necessarily is always the most logical step for somebody 
coming out of high school or college to follow. It's, it's a passion. It's a calling. It's something you really just feel in your heart and you want to do. So the more you can kind of enable that, the more the, your business blooms, you yourself bloom, you're less stressed. You are just happier and more fulfilled. Your relationships are better. It really kind of, it has a ripple effect. Like you're happier, your business is happier, your personal life, your health, your relationships, all of that kind of just get better the less you the less you have to worry about the stressful stuff and the stuff you don't like, the stuff that um, <laughs> you, you keep putting off and keeps building up. The more you can do, the more you can spend time creating and doing that work that fulfills you without that nagging in the back of your head, like, oh, I should be doing my finances or I should be managing this or I should be calling that client that I don't want to call the more you can kind of get that stuff out of your way and just really enjoy yourself, it, it really has a positive impact on all those other areas of your life and your well-being. Yeah, it's almost like um, you're able to get back to why you actually started the business in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a big thing that a lot of my clients kind of talk about. I had one girl um, that I worked with and she was just the sweetest, but she... Um, was very overwhelmed at the point that she came to me. She had kind of duct taped a business together, sort of is the way I described it. <laughs> she had started off, you know, it, uh, the way many creatives actually end up starting off, which was she had a nine to five job and people knew that she designed and she was a designer and people would come to her and ask her for these like one-off projects and she loved it. So she did them. And next thing you knew, she got to the point where she was like, I can take this full time. I have a lot of different clients, but she was treating it very much like all these individual projects and not a business as a whole. So what we did was we really sat down and we kind of put a structure around her business and we put the systems in place and we really shifted her mindset too from instead of thinking about all of these different projects she was working on with all these different clients, we started thinking about like, this is my business and my business has these projects going on. And all of a sudden she was able to kind of like make decisions that supported her, her health and wellness, her life and her business in a different way. Um, and everything just got easier. It just kind of all clicked. She was able to manage things appropriately. She was able to set boundaries that were good and healthy for her and her clients. And she was just able to see much better results because she, you know, we really got out of that overwhelmed mindset and we got everything situated. And then she could really just focus on delivering and delivering within this, this guidelines that she set for herself. Um, and it really helped her like the amount of referrals that she saw come in in the next few months because she just blew her clients away and she loved what she was doing. And all of that really came through was just unbelievable. And her business boomed from, you know, from that, that big mindset shift and that big way of just kind of addressing things. Yeah. It sounds like she was able to find a lot more balance in her life as well. Um, trying to figure out how to juggle, you know, all the things that as entrepreneurs, like it's us, we are mm -hmm. many of the times tech support, uh, copywriters, yes. uh, email gurus, like we are doing so many things. And so how do we kind of step back and really use our skills of organization and, and really thinking through things to support us in both being successful in our business and then still being able to stay healthy, happy and sane in the rest of our lives? Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. As business owners, we wear all of the hats <laughs> all of the time. And honestly, um, you know, I think that the boundaries and systems that we set up are what allow us to find that balance. Like, 
there is something to be said. People love multitasking. And honestly, I'm like, the less we can multitask, the happier we are. When I am momming, I am full on momming. I have two kids. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. And, you know, the more I can put my phone away, my computer away, and I can just shift and focus on them, that's good quality time then that, that like that fills me up and I can then go to work and I can focus on my work. And that fills me up in a different way where when I um, find, and I see this with a lot of my clients and I talk to them a lot about it too, when you're kind of like half and half in all these different worlds all the time, or you're just being stretched too thin, you're never giving everything your full attention. And like, you know, even like for your morning workout, if you're spending your morning workout going through everything in your to-do list, <laughs> everything that you have to like, all those emails you have to send, you're not like really focusing and getting the best workout you can. You're getting like an okay workout and you're stressing about everything else where instead, if you can really be in that moment, you can focus and you can do that workout, then you got a great workout in and now you can hit the ground running with that to-do list and those emails. And that's kind of one of the things I really help my clients to understand is that when we're intentional about how we're spending our time and where we're putting our focus, every result is better than spreading ourselves thin across all of these different things that are running through our head. Yeah. And I'm guessing the spreading ourselves too thin can lead to burnout rather quickly. Absolutely. Burnout is real. I mean, especially right now with the COVID and everything going on in the world, burnout is, it's, it's serious. It's there. And it's harder to come back from than it is to prevent. So, you know, I really always advocate that people are super proactive about it. I mean, I log off on the weekends on my business. I encourage all my clients to, because I didn't for a while. I'm going to be completely honest at the beginning of COVID, especially all of a sudden, my husband was working from home. My kids were home full time too. And I was the primary caregiver during the day while my husband was working, which meant that I lost a lot of time I had been planning to spend doing work. So I was up early. I was working during nap times. I was working late. I was half working while I was watching my kids. I was working over weekends. Just I am to exhausted even just hearing all that, Erin. Erin, you just made me so tired. <laughs> like that's well, and that's, yeah. And, but, you know, and it's one of those things too, as, a, as an entrepreneur, I love the work. So it doesn't always feel like work until it yeah. catches up with you. And that was, you know, that was a big lesson for me really early on with all of this, because I was just so used to juggling it and it being okay. Um, but yeah, burnout is real. And the more you can, the earlier you can set those boundaries and be proactive about stopping that from happening, the better off everybody's going to be. And that's part of where if you can get some of those, I call it like all the different tabs in your brain open. Like the more you can just like get rid of the ones that don't need to be there, you can kind of put them to the side and know they're getting taken care of, the better off you're going to be and the less burnt out you're going to feel in the long run. Yeah, I'm just worried about Aaron right now being able to see all the tabs open on my computer and knowing <laughs> that equal numbers of tabs are open in my brain right now. <laughs> It's like, how does she know my secret shame, Erin, in my head? Um, so you're I, not the only one. That's exactly <laughs> it. You're not the only one. That was me. That's still me sometimes. I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but that is so many people. And it really, like, the it will creep up on you. It has a toll for sure. It sounds like you've got a lot of really good ideas about how people can start to really create these healthy boundaries and almost like these containers where we're really intentional about how we're spending our time. So you mentioned logging off on the weekends. What are some of your other favorite tips to offer for clients to really start to not only get their work done, but prioritize their health and wellness as well so that we don't get burnout? 
So one of the areas that I specialize in actually is the client experience. And I think that this has everything to do with being able to set that balance and those expectations. One of the things I really work with my clients on is that the second they get a client, that's that's the time to set boundaries, expectations, to position yourself as a partner and an expert, to become trusted. So they know you're always going to do the best thing for them, that you're going to act in their best interest and you're always going to be there for them. Um, but really early on, setting those boundaries in that client relationship helps you keep that balance throughout. Because if you start out saying, I work nine to five, I don't, and I work Monday through Friday, I don't answer emails on the weekends, but I will be back to you on Monday morning. Or if you email me throughout the week, you'll hear back within 24 hours, whatever it is for you, whatever those boundaries are for you. If you set those expectations really early with any client that you're working with, they're on board. They know it. They're, they're good. If you don't have those boundaries and then halfway through you try and implement them, now the client <laughs> feels like you took something away. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, now things aren't good. <laughs> now all of a sudden that relationship is damaged and you're you're dealing with a whole different dynamic. So I work really hard with my clients to make sure that they're intentional when they bring on new clients, not only in how they're structuring their time, but how they convey it to their clients so that everybody's on the same page and those boundaries can stay in place without it bringing any tension into the relationship or the project. Yeah. And I love that you're using that word intentional again. It's like we we front load some of this work and the thinking through of things just to make it easier on ourselves later. Um, and to be able to, at the end of the day, everybody listening who has clients, they want to show up and serve their clients. Like they're, that's why they started doing this. Like mm -hmm. they love their clients. They want to do a good job. And I can't do a good job if I'm exhausted. I can't show up for my clients if I am burnt out and, and overwhelmed. And, and then you could even start to hate your clients, which would be just horrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, no, I completely agree. I'm, uh, you know, you are your business, especially as a solopreneur or somebody with a small business. You are your business. If you're not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of your business, and you're not taking care care of your clients. And yes, that resentment is real, and it will trickle in. And I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to that feel that way. And you know, I that's where I have to say, like, okay, well, is the problem really just your clients, or is this something you can do to change things and reset <laughs> it and take the power back? So that all of a sudden that your client is not controlling your happiness. You can control your happiness and we can do that. Like, let's figure that part out. Yeah, I love that. And and speaking of of, of staying, you know, healthy, happy, and sane, it sounds like you've got a plan for your clients. What's the plan that you use for yourself? How do you, it sounds like you, you really have things managed. So tell us how, how you're rocking that out and keeping that balance going with being a mom and a business owner. Oh, I have things balanced some days. I'm not going to lie. No one's perfect, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I rely heavily on planning ahead. I have systems in place. I have a calendar I could show you that has my, what I, I drew up my ideal schedule. I have my client work slotted in there. I have my workouts. I have my lunch breaks when I have to go pick up my kids. And I figured out what an ideal day looks like for me. And I'm not so stringent that if it doesn't work out that way that I'm, you know, upset and thrown off for the rest of the day or the week or anything, but I know kind of an ideal flow and I know how I can make sure I get 
done with the stuff I need done first thing. And then I can focus on the stuff I love. I can focus on the big things that make a big difference for me and my clients. And I can then at the end of the day, focus on my family and really fill my cup back up again, um, get my workouts in, do all of the things we need to do. And that's that has really allowed me to kind of keep that balance, keep those boundaries in place and, and manage that stress and juggling all the things and wearing all the hats. Yeah. And I, I think you guys just heard that. But did Aaron just tell us that we are allowed to build our own ideal day? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Where has that been forever? You mean I don't have to? Oh, my gosh, I could make all the choices on my own and just uh, make everything fit that ideal day. So that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, no one controls your schedule but you. And that's the th- I think that's a big thing that people have to kind of wrap their head around because it's not it's it's not something that um, comes easily to everybody. I think everybody always thinks I'm too busy. I have too much of this. The only things on your calendar are the things you're letting be on your calendar. So put them where they work for you and, you know, work around that because you can set up your day or your week or your month. You can set it all up in a way that works for you and your business and really allows you um, to put your time and energy where you want it to be versus, you know, trying to accommodate everybody all the time and (laughs) just feeling like a crazy person trying to get it all done. (laughs) I love that. And you know, for years, I've always put, um, I have all my meals on my calendar. And clients are not allowed to book during those times. Because um, yeah, that's when I'm eating. And Mm -hmm. if I'm not fed properly, then the entire (laughs) world will suffer along with me, including, unfortunately, (laughs) sometimes my clients usually not. But yeah, but usually just the people in my house. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's super, it's super important. And I I agree, I have a break built in where it's I'm getting my kids from school. And then for the hour after I get them from school, they need that time to decompress, I need that time to decompress, I start getting them ready for naps, I start, you know, all of those things. And those times, if you don't protect them, they will get booked with other things and your day won't be what it wants to be. And then all of a sudden you'll be back to burnout and overwhelm. So taking control of that really, really can help in the long run. And I love that you're also really realistic about how long things take. Cause I know when I work with clients so often they're, they're not checked in with how long these things take, right? Like how long cooking a meal would take or how long eating a meal with kids will take, how long bedtime actually takes. Like these things all take X amount of time or even just the way that we kind of entrepreneurs can think about getting tasks done. Like you could say, Oh, I'm going to totally redo my website this weekend. Well, really? Um, why don't we think about how long that might actually take to do and (laughs) be a little more realistic. So yeah, I love that. Um, You know, how can people get in touch with you or work with you? Tell us a little bit about that. So you can primarily find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. And uh, that's at Erin Cantwell Co. Um, I'm also over on Facebook or my website is erincantwell.co. But really Instagram is where you'll find me most days. That's where I like to hang out. Well, thank you so much. I will, of course, link to all of that in the show notes. And, uh, you know, lots to think about today, Erin. Thank you so much for all your insights. I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Alan. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you were here. And I'm so curious to know. So shoot me an email or hit me up on social. What systems are you thinking about putting into place to support you? 
what things did Aaron suggest that really resonated with you that you could use in your day-to-day life? And also, was it a revelation for you as well that you can build your own ideal day? I mean, one of the things that's so awesome about being an entrepreneur is that we have so many choices. And that's part of the reason we did this was to have more control over our lives. And we can create our own ideal day. So how are you going to use that and leverage that to build your own ideal days, weeks, months, and business? I'd love to hear more about that. So be sure to reach out and share that with me. As always, you can find how to connect with Aaron and more details in the show notes. So you can find those in whatever podcast app you're listening to or by going to my website at www.ellen-leonard.com backslash podcast. That's E-L-L-E-N-L-E-O-N-A-R-D.com backslash podcast for all sorts of resources and details and stuff from this episode and other episodes. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes of this podcast, always full of actionable tips to help you stay healthy, happy, and sane while running your own successful business. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I wish you a healthy, happy, and mostly sane week. I'll see you next time.